0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Who's Your Caddy, presented by Layton Goff. Here's your hosts, the Chief, Liam and Joey Lenz. Hey, what's up everybody? Chief here, going solo pod today. We got a bit of a uh, COVID situation we're dealing with, unfortunately. So a few of the guys are out, but I'm going to go through every player in the field the first playoff event this week just a little primer before we start as always this is who's your caddy presented by Playing golf please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on apple or spotify give us that five-star rating we so desperately need and enjoy we would really appreciate that um listen it was a crazy week uh six-man playoff at the windham with this ain't no hobby kevin kisner winning uh, in dramatic fashion, Adam Scott missed a four-footer, uh, you know, not the first for him. That's going to be tough, but he's striking the ball really well, coming to Liberty National this week. Uh, I think that's a name we got to keep a big eye out. Roger Sloan, our guy, a Monday miss price we featured right there. Uh, he was lurking. That was pretty impressive by him to hang with some of the other bigger names. Woo, you know, he said to bet him, so, uh, you know, we were riding him on DraftKings. Didn't work out as we wanted, Uh, had a few lineups lurking, but he was right there, as he always says at Wyndham. Brandon Grace just keeping his solid play going all year. He was in the playoff, as was Kevin Na, another guy playing really well. So a bunch of guys in good form uh, made that playoff, but Kisner came out victorious. And now, you know, that brings us to a couple things. A, the FedEx Cup playoffs that are starting this week in Jersey City, as we mentioned, but also the Ryder Cup. There's only two more events in the playoffs that they can qualify for through points, and You know, a lot of people now, including myself, honestly, I think Kisner needs to be on the team, uh, personally, regardless of what happens in the next couple of weeks. I think he's the absolute perfect captain's pick. Uh, We saw him have success in the President's Cup, actually, when they played here at Liberty National. And uh, we've just seen his tenacity on the course, uh, being that Georgia Bulldog. Uh, You know, we were talking to them on Twitter the other day. Shout out, Dogs on Tour. They do a great job uh, following all the guys out there. So, uh, listen, Henley, we were, gotta give uh gotta give Romeo the Caddy, our buddy, a shout out. He uh begged the first round leader uh call with him as well as uh he did not actually get that the T5 because uh Henley obviously imploded as his fellow roommate at University of Georgia, Harris English did the week prior. So tough ending for Henley, but he played really well. Um, just missed out on the playoff at the end. So you got the FedEx Cup narrative coming into play, top one twenty five this week to be teeing it up. And then they got the Ryder Cup just in the distance. So I personally think his has to be there. Um, but, again, we'll see what happens. He's way down on the points list. He's going to have to hop a few guys. May have to win one of the next two weeks. Again, if I'm Stricker, I just see that guy. He loves the country, much like Patrick Reed. Not that these other guys don't, but there's certain guys that take it to a different level and just that pride that they they teed up with the USA on the back. I mean, just give me him, you know, seven days a week, twice on Sunday. So, that's kind of the uh, that's kind of the initial feel for Ryder Cup, but uh, we got a couple weeks to let it play out. We'll see what happens. Another guy we're gonna like big time, Webb Simpson played well again. Always plays well, Wyndham. You know, with all the whole den- the narrative there with his daughter and everything. So, uh, I think Webb and Kisner, I'm gonna be peppering pretty heavily this week at Liberty National. They both have played pretty well in the few times that we've seen Liberty National in the past. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, quick course preview, and then we're just gonna run through the players rapid fire. I'll give you my my gut feel on everybody. Uh, Okay, Liberty National, Jersey City, one of the most exclusive clubs in the country. Very expensive to get into on the wait list. Uh, Nice course. A lot of people compare it to Shadow Creek. Uh, It's on the New York Harbor, you know, overlooking Manhattan. Beautiful, beautiful course. Like I said before, they had the President's Cup there. That's a par 71, 7,400 or so yards. Uh, Patrick Reed won the last time the event was played here in 2019. And prior to that, it was Adam Scott, who we mentioned before in 2013. That was when it was the Barclays. Uh, they have that rotation of all the Northeast courses that they do for this tournament. Now it's the Northern trust. So we'll see uh, what happens this week, but kind of expect the cream of the crop to rise to the top being that it's the first playoff event of the season. So we'll see what happens um, real quick. Before we get into the DraftKings pricing, uh, I'm going to ask you guys to please check out blatant Make sure to be following us on all the platforms, Twitter, Instagram. We'll be sending out all the breaking news, a lot of funny stuff. We try to keep things light, a little bit of the lighter side of the business. Uh, You know, there's a lot of good guys out there with, you know, in-depth stat models. So many on Twitter. You know, I'd be remiss if we didn't thank our buddy Rob G, uh, Andy Lack, Pat Mayo, the Godfather, Jeff Feinberg, Sir Ben Coley, Steve Bamford, Kenny Kim, Tambo, all these guys that we've been listening to for years really just do a great job. Um, We're trying to bring in a little bit uh, more humor into the play and kind of give you guys some, you know, a lighter side of the fantasy golf aspect, but you know, our home site is blatantgolf.com. We're part of Blatant Athletics. Our company uh, just had our 10-year anniversary, so we're real proud of that. And we're diving heavy into golf. We all love watching, playing, and listening. And hopefully, we've given you guys some good tips. We'll give you the Monday Miss Prices blog every week with the best king value plays. And we'll give you the podcast Tuesday and betting and car Wednesday. And hopefully, uh, it's successful for some of you guys out there. We really appreciate uh, all the support. Uh, especially on Twitter that you can give us. uh, You know, we're trying to interact and do the best we can. So any feedback would be greatly appreciated. And, uh, you know, just tweet at me at blatant underscore chief. And I'd be glad to give you guys, uh, you know, whatever insight I may have. So, all right, diving right in. DraftKings pricing. Let's see, top of the board here. Listen, uh, no surprise here. It's, It's the cream, the cream, the cream, the creme de la creme, as they would say. At the top of the board, and you know, you got to kind of just pick and choose here. It's it's really hard, even though everyone may have equal win equity in your eyes or similar to equal win equity, you just got to limit it. Especially if you're not doing one hundred and fifty max in the five dollar or whatever else. If you're doing twenty lineups, um, that's usually what I play twenty to thirty. Either I'll max out the birdie. Uh, I used to just play exclusively in the five dollar, but again, it's just you really are at a disadvantage, especially now as the industry's grown and the community's gotten larger. You know, if you're not firing in 80 to 100 to 150 max lineups, you're just putting yourself at a, at a big disadvantage. So I like the birdie and then maybe sprinkling in the the short game or the one dollar on DraftKings. Uh, but, you know, in that case, you really can't pick all your guys because there's just not enough combinations to put yourself in contention. So uh, I would recommend picking your three or four favorite guys, maybe from the top, the upper echelon and then kind of going from there. Just looking at it now, you know, Rombo's at the top, 11.5. No surprise there. Going for player of the year this year after his U.S. Open win. So we'll see. He's going to have some stiff competition, though. Dustin Johnson, 11,000. He won't be a uh, contention for player of the year unless he does something crazy like win out here. But even so, no major. I don't think it's going to happen. Speeth, 10.8. Uh, I'm not hearing a ton about Speeth. I'm not sure why this week. Should make a ton of sense here. Uh, just excellent, excellent tee to green. Um, and, you know, one of the best putters uh, in the world on undulating rice greens I we've seen at Augusta. So I think Spieth uh, should get peppered pretty heavily. x Men at 10-6. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, what, what am I going to say bad about Xander? Coming off an Olympic gold medal, nothing to say here. Got that monkey off his back. Um, I'm sure he's going hard for this FedEx Cup, as are all these top guys. You know, this this really is the time to get that money. So we'll see. Um got to go right below that. Morikawa, 10-4. I mean, not here in a ton of chatter about him this week. You know, a couple, you know, quiet weeks for him after getting the Open Championship uh, for his second major of his career. So, you know, that's a nice price for him, 10-4. Nothing, nothing insane. He's now the fifth most expensive guy. He was the most expensive, I think, last time he teed it up. And then Kepka right there, 10-2. I mean, we may have to break out the Home Depot special for Uncle Brooksy right there, 10-2. Uh, that's a pretty damn good price for me uh, to get on Brooksy on DraftKings anytime. Again, sixth most expensive guy, him and Morikawa. I mean, just, it, all they know how to do is show up for big events like this. So I think uh, I think that's a pretty wise play there. And then you got ten thousand even the last guy ten or above, Rory McIlroy. Uh, saw you know the, the three nights of the uh, the English degenerate golf world. Uh, Sir Ben Coley, Steve Bamford. And Sundoggy, old Sundog Monkey Martin, uh, all three of them touted Rory as selections, and I really, you know, appreciate their insight and and take it of the utmost respect and in the highest regard. So, have all three of those guys, even if they do fade uh, towards, not fade, you know, lean towards Rory, I should say, being that he's their compatriot. So be it, but he is playing great. Always shows up for the uh, the FedEx Cup, and just kind of he kind of needs that uh, win. Obviously, he took down Quail Hollow, but you know that's that's a good event, it's a very solid event. You know, Rory wants that wants that big prize, so I, I think it makes a ton of sense. I think he's going to be the most popular we've seen Rory in a long time. So we'll see what happens, but I think think he's at the very least got to be sprinkled, um, potentially even peppered. You know, it's it's a, it's a really good price for him. And again, when he's the lowest of the top tier, you know, you don't get that too often with Rory. So um, I, I think that would be a pretty wise play for me. Next up, we got JT, 9,800, another guy I'm hearing a lot of chatter on. People were off him for a month or two. You know, the the putter was so-so, or maybe it was just pure shit. A little wayward off the tee. Now, you know, he's back, ball-striking course. Back to where he needs to be, 9800s a juicy price. I think Rory and JT will be the two highest owned of, of the upper echelon guys. But right below him, 9600, almost the same identical play. I had two last minute uh, abortions of Bryson lineups a few weeks back uh, when he was playing with Harris. I guess that was TPC Memphis, uh, TPC Southwind in Memphis. Excuse me, and I had him in. I just said this price is too low for him. There's there's times when that happened, and again, especially if you're not doing the full 150 where you can get full exposure to everyone you got to pick a few people and really just kind of go for it with them. Um, and maybe it's the best idea to just go with the guys that, you know, are going to be low loaned, uh, you know, fan share sports, give them a shout. They do a great job with the ownership percentages um, as this Fantasy national, you know, it, it's just like, you see a guy of that ilk, you know, Bryson, even though if you don't like him, whatever, he's too wild off the tee. He's crazy. This, whatever. He's a, he's an elite player with a major and just one of the best players in the world right now at 9,600. I mean, ninth most expensive guy on on the board and 9,600 and probably won't be that high owned. I mean, you got to sprinkle a little Bryce in your lineups, I think. I mean, same thing with Victor Hovland, you know, was flavor of the month for a while over the summer. And I feel like the sentiment has cooled on him a little bit. So get him right there. And then right below him, the Prophet, one of our favorite guys, Abraham Answer, 9,400, was second here to Patrick Reed last time in 2019. Um you know, that's expensive for him. It's sort of towards Louis range, probably where he'd be priced. He's actually the only guy not playing out of the top tier this week. But, you know, the profit So I think he became either a godfather or something. I think his brother had a kid and he finally got that first victory after a long time of many close lurks. So, you know, ninety four hundred kind of gotta go price irregardless with him. It's it's just a play. And as a Scotty Scheffler right below him, the next guy to get the, I think that win is coming soon. It might come one of the next two weeks. Scotty Scheffler, uh You know, actually, you know, New Jersey guy from birth. We know him more so from being based out in the West and in Texas at school at Austin. Uh, RIP Uncle Harvey. But 9,300 for him and 9,200 for Cantlay, uh, they're both, I think, stellar plays. Guys that are dying to get on this Ryder Cup team and not in yet, not secure yet. So So that's really the main sentiment I'm playing on this week is guys that need that Ryder Cup position. And they're going to be a bit contrarian off of Daniel Berger at 9,100. A lot of uh, community chatter about him this week, rightfully so. You know, playing great the last year or so. Playoff time. uh, You know, he's won a few tournaments here and there. Nice tournaments. Lurked at a major, too. You know, lurked at Shinnecock. Won a pebble, but not a major. So, uh, Daniel Berger definitely could go for a big couple wins here. Maybe he wants the FedEx Cup, uh, a la his fellow Floridian Billy Ho a few years back. So, We'll see what happens. um You know, it's it it should be it should be an interesting area right there. um Let's see. Bum, bum. Hideki nine thousand biggest miss price of the week. Usually when I highlight the Monday miss prices, I try to keep it below eight thousand just to keep that value range intact. Um, but sometimes I'll go ahead and mention you know when some guys are off. And this is a guy I didn't play for the longest time, really, up until he finally broke through at Augusta after many years of. Close lurks, but just coming out a little bit um, below where he needed to be. So Hideki, 9,000, ball-striking course. Um, I mean, like, what more do you want here? This is just – it's an egregious misprice. I I think he has to be severely peppered, if not hammered, at that price. And I think he wants to really put the cap on his season and cement his name as player of the year after the Masters. There's a few guys. Him, I guess, Morikawa, and – Rom Phil's not going to win. It was great that Phil won the major, but those three guys are the other major winners, and you know other multiple. Let's see who else had a second. Well, Matsuyama lost in the Olympic medal round for the bronze, but still there. Um, you know, I think I think Player of the Year could get wrapped up with Hideki and the FedEx Cup, similar to how we've seen a few guys do that recently, Rory and DJ, uh, to name a few. So. Kadecki at 9,000, and, you know, we just talked about him a bit before. Webb Simpson, 8,900, in dire need of, of securing that Ryder Cup slot. I think he's in now that he's kind of picked his game back up. Struggled a little bit over the uh, beginning of the summer, but I'll tell you what, uh, Webb really right now is playing at a high level. Uh, likes this course a lot, phenomenal putter. Again, same with Kisner, prefer them on Bermuda, but they've shown they can putt at any surface and the way they're striking it right now and mainly the desperation to get on that Ryder Cup team. I think will be the determining factor in another lurk by Uncle Webb. Uh, Harris English, cousin Harris, as we call him, 8,800, coming off that choke job. But you know what? He's such a mild-mannered guy, you know, so even-keeled. Already won twice this year. He's another guy right on that border, Ryder Cup. You know, two wins, him and the Co-Kraken, we'll get to in a little bit. Really hard to leave them off the team at this point when you've won twice on the season, but there's going to be one or two of them at least left off. Um, just the the – the top heaviness of the U.S. squad, you know, there's those four or five to six, even. The guys that are all locked in with points are pretty much no-brainers. The Bryson, Brooks, Morikawa, Spieth, JTs of the world. But then after that, it's very debatable. Going down, Cantley, Fiend now, Chef. There's a lot of guys that lay claim to those last uh, few captain spots. So Strick is going to have really a tough choice on his hand, and that's good for us because we need a victory this year. It's it's really, it's getting embarrassing with what's been happening out there on the Ryder Cup ground. So, Harris at 88, I think, you know, he's finally priced appropriate. They kept putting him at 76. He was my number one Monday mispriced when he had the 54-hole lead, really into the back nine when he imploded a couple weeks back in Memphis. But just now he's priced appropriately. And I'll tell you who else is, maybe even a little underpriced, Paul Casey, 8,700, the way he's been playing the last 16 months or so is just really world-class, as it's been for his whole career, you know, still waiting for that first major. Maybe he'll get it. You know, we've seen older guys contend for Uncle Lee. We know the story. But, Paul Casey, again, a ball-striking course, uh, TD Green guy, 8700 great price. And then defending champ, uh, Patrick Reed, 86 got his new Captain America scorecard holder, yardage book, whatever, I saw that, that was pretty funny, um, like that, you know, he's juiced up for Ryder Cup, he's, he's in, I mean, he's in even if it doesn't end up being points, there's no doubt, he can't leave Captain America off the team, so we'll see if he can defend this week, it seems like he's pretty juiced up. And another guy that just keeps showing up for huge events, uh, Cam Smith, eighty five hundred, really solid price for him. That's kind of been where he's been priced at, and he just kind of keeps coming through at these at these big events. So, no reason to stop now with him. Uh, we see him on Twitter and stuff. He's a, he seems like a real fun guy. I'd love to have a beer with him someday, uh, maybe in the in the in the wild lands of Australia. We'll see. But uh, his compatriot Adam Scott, eighty four hundred, right beneath him, probably the best track record at this place uh, over the last few times: a fifth and a win uh the last two times here so even though it's uh, not every year they play here you know i think he will be fine i think probably the day or so after missing that putt to win on sunday was tough but he's he's had a long career he's so freaking handsome you know he'll he'll be fine he'll get over this and i expect him to be back in contention this week and now that he's playing better it's good to see another ball striking aficionado as we'll say there the man from up north, Corey Connors, 8,300, um, you know, still struggles a little bit with the flat stick, but, you know, he's going to be pin-seeking all day, especially if it's going to be a little damp. It seems like that up in New York right now. You know, it's it's been kind of muggy, and, you know, today's a little rainy on Tuesday. Looks like chance of showers throughout the rest of the week. We'll see what happens, but on a soft course, ball striking required, I mean, Corey Connors is a must-play for me, potentially even a hammer uh really 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 just just fits this type of course really well and if he can just put average i think he'll be fine so 8 200 below him uncle tony fee now you know no one would like to see win more at this point but just hasn't been able to do it kind of been kind of been a tough season for him all around hasn't really come through when we needed him uh or, or himself, you know, I mean, it's it's been hard for him. Uh, he's, uh, he's struggling with the swing a little bit, he had some off-the-course things he was dealing with, but he just had, a, I think he had another kid making it like 10 now for his family, but such a good dude. Maybe maybe do a light sprinkle on Uncle Tony, not that highly owned at 8,200. Usually, last couple of years at that price, you'd see Uncle Tony flirting with, uh, you know, 20, 30% owned, but not this week, I don't think. Uh, especially with Joaquin, the dream Neiman, 8,100, bent grass expert right underneath him ball striking officially now I've uh, been playing really well and Sammy the Bull 8,000 coming off a lip out miss putt uh, in that playoff in Memphis so that was tough for him but again ber- prefer Bermuda Burns on Bermuda but just the way he's striking the ball right now shouldn't really matter it was fine at Riviera um, that was Ben Poa so I think he'll be fine this week that's a really good price for him the way he's been playing all year 8,000 then the, uh, the dog himself, kid's doggy, 7,900, love him. Again, just need to keep playing well. I, I, some people are saying he's going to win at least one or two of the next two events. I mean, that's not going to happen. He just won this week. If it did, he's an auto lock for the team. But even if he gets another T5 and a T10, I think he's going to get on this team. I just think Stricker needs a guy like this in the locker room, just a hungry dude that maybe doesn't have the career accolades of some of the up echelon guys, but he's just all about winning. He's just such a gamer. I think he needs to be on the team. So. Hopefully he shows up again this week. I'm going to be hammering him. Uh, hammer alert for him. Fitzy, 7,900. Not touching him with a 10-foot pole. Too much disappointment for me. But right under him, his compatriot, Ty Hatton, 7,800. Uh, just, again, Miss Price Wasn't a guy usually on my roster, but last time out this happened. He was 7,600, I think. Guy's the 13th best player in the world and has been there for, uh, you know, the better part of two years now. So I just think 7,800. It's playoff time. He could use a big event uh, in the U.S., so that's a missed price. 7,800. Ty Hatton, elite putter, great ball striker. I think this course suits him well. Sung JM, 7,800. Not going to be playing this weekend. Prefer him on Bermuda. Um, kind of up and down this year overall. I think he may need a little break. Ian Pauta, our next hammer play. 7,700. Um, again, Ryder Cup narrative. Played this course well. A couple, couple T12s and a ninth in the past. Um, same as Co and Jason Kokrak 7700 those two at that price range think they both need to be peppered for their desperation to get into the Ryder Cup on each of their respective teams as well as their past success here at Liberty National overall ball striking Kokrak is going to be good on a couple of those long par fours too so those two guys are really like them at 7700 then the Harmonator can't debate him uh, in terms of big games you know he shows up at the players but again more of a Bermuda short course guy for me um, you know we like his putter but Not going to be so heavy on the Harmonator this week. Sergio 7,600, interesting play uh, along with Poulter. You know, he's been able to get into with the New York crowd. So we'll see what happens with that this week. I think he's become more of a likable figure now after the Masters victory. But, again, a guy that's just these these old-timers, him, Rose. Well, Rose had obviously a tough miss last week. I still think he gets on the Ryder Cup because that team just has such good chemistry. In Europe, that they can't leave Sergio off. I don't think this will be his last shot, and it'll probably be Phil's last shot if Phil gets on. Phil's got to play well too. We'll get to him in a minute. But after Sergio, Russell Henley, seventy-six hundred. Him and Billy Ho. I, I think Henley needs a week off. You know, he's he's done some serious lurking this year. Actually, at the U.S. Open, and then last week was in pure domination, fifty-four holes, and couldn't hang on might take him a week to recover from that, but it's a good price if you want to roll with the hot hand. Billy Ho, 76, again, prefer him on Bermuda, so I'm going to kind of steer away from him uh, due to the putter this week. Shane Lowry, though, the Irish Bear, 7,500. Really like him uh, overall form this year. Very impressive game. Um, really clicking with Rory at the Olympics and otherwise. Just done a ton of lurkage this year, so we've got to play him a little bit, 7,500, uh, especially at a ball-striking course like this. Keegan Bradley, also seventy five hundred, local guy. You know, obviously Romeo the caddy over at Wheatley Hills Club uh, knows the story. Keegan was based out of there for a while on Long Island, um, Massachusetts guy by birth, and uh, but then when it came to St. John's in Queens. Shout out to Matty P, uh, my bro went there, so that was good. Uh, good to see a local guy contend. Mixed success at Liberty National, but we see him uh, play any of these courses. They may have played, uh, you know, local events at back in his heyday here on the island. Uh, or in the city limits. I like to target Geeks there. And then Kevin Knott, 7500 some It's a misprice. Again, guy usually don't like to play. Uh, heard Kenny Kim talking about it this morning on the D Gen pod with how he left somebody at the altar back in that. That sucks. I mean, don't like to hear about that. Just not really surprised though. It seems like he could be rough around the edges. He, he would be an interesting guy. They, they were talking about it this morning uh, on the pod. It, you know, if he was on the uh, next time in Europe, I guess it's in Rome in two years. If he was on that Ryder Cup team, he would he would be the equivalent probably of Poulter and Sergio on U.S. soil, just riling up the fans. And you know, with the walking in the shit that he does on the course, I think it would be hilarious to watch. But guys playing great. I mean, he almost won John Deere. He was in a playoff last week, so uh, really, think Kevin Na is angling. I mean, if he won, it would have to be discussed for him on the Ryder Cup. So we'll see. Uh Another Kevin Streel, doggy, seventy four hundred. Uh, like his game a lot. Like how it suits a course like this where uh, ball striking and putting are paramount. So Streelman, seventy four hundred. He's he's not going to be on the Ryder Cup team, but it had a solid year overall. Saw him lurk at Kiowa. Had a nice little season. Jason Day, seventy four hundred. Too many too many question marks for me. Um, you know, I think he needs a little time off, get his you know body and mind fully healthy, and maybe he'll have a resurgent year next year. Uh si Kim, seventy four. You know. Obviously, we knew he was going to show up at Edgefield. Can he do it two weeks in a row? Perhaps. I'm not going to bet on it, though. Um, nor am I going to bet on Bubba. I just I'm not. I don't play Bubba often. Like him a lot. Great guy. Um, just I don't know. I, I like him on big, wide-open tracks where he can get kind of creative. But he's good on fast bent and um, will be pretty contrarian. The New York fans love Bubba too, so maybe interesting little contrarian pivot there, Bubba, uh, off of Phil 7,300. Who again, New York golf. No one likes him better. Uh, The New Yorkers here, if we love Phil, needs to play well. I mean, you know, I'm sure he's buddy-buddy with Stricker and sent him pallets of coffee or whatever to get on this team, but it's far from a lock with all these other guys that are pending now for the Ryder Cup. So Phil's got to show up these next few weeks. I don't know if he's going to, but we'll see. I I hope he can. So uh, Phil looks pretty good to me. We're getting towards this $7,000 threshold here. And then – we're going to kind of just round out give you some sicko specials below seven so rapid fire real rapid fire here on out camp champ sure if you want to do it again fast bend fine playing a little better munoz prefer my bermuda wild drink alley not doing it for me grace sprinkle homa sprinkle uh grillo no leash doggy unfortunately not vegas big peppermint cacio pepe special 7100 johnny v She's playing amazing lately. Really great ball striker, Tito Green. Got to feature him in some lineups. Wolf Doggy, again, keeping that pricing suppressed for him, 71. And then one of my personal favorites, Ryan Palmer, 71. You've seen them lurk at nice uh, bank rest ball striking courses. So I think the two of them could be could be peppered pretty significantly. Sink, prefer him on short coastal Bermuda. So I'm not going to really go there. Gary Woodlands, love this course. said suits his eye. Has a second here, needs to uh, play well to continue playing in the playoffs. Gary Woodland, like him at 7,000. Famous Seamus Power, 7,000. Um, finally got his win after lurking for a better part of two months, and no one's going to be on him, so you might want to sprinkle him. Cam Davis, not really for me, maybe. Ball striking, we'll see. Charlie Hoffman just hasn't played enough. Carl's Ortiz, I like, 6,900. Uh, grass expert uncle Lee 6,900. I wish I could do it. Can't do it anymore. Uh, you know, I'll hammer him at the open at St. Andrews next year. That's probably it. You know, Mav Noren, uh, Charles fucking killed me last week as well as a lot of other people, even Sloan been riding him. Not here though. I, I don't think, I, I just think this is really going to bring out the elite elite of the ball strikers and the bank experts. This is the playoffs. Now, you know, DJ won by 11 last year at TBC Boston. It, you know, this is, this is not for the faint of heart. So, Going to kind of gloss over some of these other guys in this range. Uh, I do want to mention a few more before we head out of here. Barn Doggy, 6,700. Love him here. Uh, third last time. Playing much better. Mac Hughes, anytime you get a putting uh, difficulty on Ben Grass, we want to get him in at least one lineup. And Lucas Glover, one at Beth Page right around the corner from us here on Long Island. Got to play him maybe one or two lineups. CT Pan playing great, trying to secure that card. Uh, 6600. Sned has played great here. Sneaky little play right there. Not in the greatest form this year, but shows up in New York. Beth Page course loves it here. Uh, Troy Merritt's got tied for the course record here. Shot a fucking 62. Got to throw him in one, even though it's not big country. Uh, Matty Wallace, the ice man, for no reason, 6500. Like him, just the price for his talent. Cage Lee, um, you know, ball striking the shit out of it. 6500 as well as Mr. Q, uh, Scotty P, 6,500. Uh, normally wouldn't play him, got a sprinkle. Then there's a big range of dudes I'm not so in love with. You know, guys that have maybe popped a little bit, Denny's of the world, you know, Hammer and Hank. This is this is a different animal discourse, I think. This is a serious, serious test of, of ball striking. And if you're not going to be solid off the tee, I don't really want a part of it. Unless your name's Andrew Putnam, who can get high with irons. Just joke around. Like our group chat's named after him for no reason, also. Like, but it's just 6,100. Did have a 12th year on his first try. I like that a little bit. Um, Harry Higgs, we'll see what happens in the money game with him, Keith, Dominic, um, and Phil uh, this afternoon. So, um, but Jersey guy, as Romeo pointed out. So we like him. Chess and Hadley, just need to give him a shout out. Amazing interview. Love the guy now after that. Uh, and probably last Uncle Marty Laird, bare min 6,000. See him lurk at Beth Page before. So it might be worth a quick sprinkle here. Uh, all right, guys. That's all I got for you today. Hopefully, we helped you out a little bit. Um, Liberty National should be a very fun tournament. Uh, good luck this week. Remember to follow us at Bladen on Twitter and Instagram. I'm um, at Blatant, B L A T A N T underscore Chief. Be trying to give you guys the best info I can. Um, all the best to Legs and Liam as they're uh, they're healing up. Out of here. Our guys, Romeo the caddy, give him a follow. BladenGolf.com. Always remember. As great Uncle Harvey taught us, take dead aim and BOL.